Three idiots, one podcast. One sees himself as a gazelle trapped in a hippo's body. One has club thumbs and a head that is too big. One has a child-sized head and breaks down more than a rusty old pickup. All three are idiots. Visit our website at 3ibpodcasting.buzzsprout.com or email us at 3ibpodcast at gmail.com, and that is the number three. Welcome to another fantastic installment of Three Idiot Brothers Podcasting. That is three, as in the number, IB Podcast. So find us there and send us any comments to the mentioned email address. Check out our website and listen to Three Idiot Brothers tell stories about each other. Well, I'm going to jump right in with uh, this week's uh, kind of a mini story of what happened this week. Does that mean it's really small? Yeah, it's really small. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it shows my uh, incompetence or <laughs> uh, how quick I am at noticing things. Uh, is that so the thing I, you got to get medicine for, incompetence? I think it is, yeah, actually. Yeah. That's uh, I just want to say I just want to say welcome to the first ten minutes of the show because uh, last time you missed it so I just want to say <laughs> glad to have you on. Yeah, I was hoping you guys would just let me run with the first ten minutes and not say yeah. anything. That can't let it happen. I want people to know that I'm involved in the first ten minutes. I'm like right. you. Well, I was smacking stuff around in the background. Oh, I don't believe me. That, we all, that yeah, was we cool. feel like you can put that on air. <laughs> this is that kind of podcast. I was trying Morse code. So I, I was hoping you'd pick up on what I was trying to say, but, uh, so, so this week, uh, was, we're coming off of, or we're going into mother's day. So it was Saturday and our neighbor, uh, was really sweet. And she delivered a basket, uh, for Tiffany for mother's day. So I didn't notice, I walked in and she says, um, well, look, the, the neighbor lady, uh, look what she dropped off. And I looked over and I said, oh, man, that's sweet. That was really nice. And she said, what are you looking at? And I said, well, the, the flowers on the table there. She said, those have been there for three months. <laughs> <laughs> she said, we bought those over a year ago. They were fake flowers, which... Even better. Yeah. And uh, so then I realized, okay. She was actually talking about the pail that had all the candy and goodies in it uh, that I completely missed that was sitting behind me. I walked right by it. That's good work. uh, On the island. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, another quick story on the same, I think it was the same day. I was actually, uh, I was working out, which, you know, usually, uh, as you can, hear from the last podcast uh sometimes that's trouble if i'm working out so uh but i was working out and i was doing pull-ups on the kids have a swing set and they have the monkey bars and i thought well i'm just gonna go outside and do some pull-ups out there don't you have uh, stuff downstairs i have stuff in the house but i wanted to go outside and enjoy the weather so and i use something that's made for a five-year-old okay that's exactly right yeah yeah uh, but it that wasn't the problem necessarily um <laughs> So I was doing uh, these pull-ups and, uh, you know, I, at the end I was getting tired. So I kind of, you know, when you're doing pull-ups, you kind of do a kip up 
a little bit towards the end to kind of help you get up on that last is that the bit. Technical term? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, kip up. Uh, it's can like I, the, I, it's when you're laying on the ground and you're on your shoulders and then you like flip up. I think technically that's what a kip up is, but uh, they they use it for like other things too, like Ninja Warrior and stuff. We'll talk about kip up. Well, keep going, and I'm going to ignore your story, but I'm Googling Kip Up to see if no, that's I'm true. Pretty sure. Check it out. It's 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 a thing. So, oh, it's a thing. I, do, I do it all the time when I do my pull-ups. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. When I, when I pulled up, I, I went to do like a little Kip Up to help, and as I'm going, the back of my head rams into the back uh, pole that the, that you hold on to. What, what do you call that there? You know what I'm well, saying? I don't know. You don't know Kip Up, but you can't figure out what a pole is? Uh, yeah, yeah, the monkey bar. Uh, so my back head hits that monkey bar and then it pinballs forward and I hit my chin on the front monkey bar. Luckily, luckily my mouth was closed. I didn't bash my teeth, but I, I pretty much had a whole full pinball action going there for, for a minute. And uh, uh, yeah, and so in both instances, Tiffany was pretty much saying, you know, you're an idiot. Which is her normal reply to my antics. That's so, pretty funny. Yeah. And, yeah and just to let you know, a kip up is what you're talking about when you are on a when you're transitioning from a supine and less commonly a prone position to a standing position. There you go. Uh, but they also use it, I think, in those kind of pull up scenarios where you're like, because uh, if you, I think it was uh, Jocko. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is, but uh, he was a Navy SEAL guy. He has a podcast and everything. He's a fitness. Uh, That's it. Give, uh, give him some free plugs, and here exactly. we are. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got an intense podcast, but uh, but he uh, he was talking about doing pull-ups, and he, he was mentioning the kip-up. So. Well, I feel like he's just using that because he doesn't know what else to call it because nowhere in here does it mention when you're you know, uh, pinballing on monkey bars, do this. <laughs> well, it worked. I did get the last rep in, so I guess that's really all that matters. That was mission accomplished. I want to. I want to go back to the uh, the fake flowers because I want to ask if you two remember when I was buying Jennifer flowers for the first time, and I came. I think I called both of you. I can't remember, but what happened was I went to this. I went to Walmart and I was going to buy flowers, and in my mind. I was going to go ahead and pick up fake flowers for Valentine's Day. It was for Valentine's Day. It was our first Valentine's Day. Why would you do that for your first? That's dumb. This is bad. Well, There's no way well, she broke up with. Well, no. I, one of you two talked me off the ledge. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Mikey. Um, How can I have? Not, I don't have a romantic bone in my body, so I'm. I'm. Well, I'm sure it, it was me. I say it was you, but I think Tiffany was the one that was mostly involved. Oh, that's probably. Um, but what I'm. But my thought process behind it was. I wanted the flowers to last forever. It was our first Valentine's Day. And I always wanted her to have them. So, like, I had – I put them together myself. And I'm like, you know what? I want to I want to call somebody just to double-check what I'm doing. Sounds like a good idea. Sure. And, I, I mean, I've had those instances a couple times. Um, for, for example, when I bought – when I was going to buy the ring the first time to propose to her, like, I was talking to the, the lady selling me the ring. And she was saying it'll be cheaper if you just buy the ring that they, we already have, not size through a finger or anything. And then once you propose, just bring the ring back in and resize it. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. So that's what I was going to do. And it turns out I didn't even end up getting that ring. I went with a, a different ring. But um, I told Jennifer my plan. And she's like, yeah, that would have been terrible. I'm, I'm glad 
I'm glad you didn't do that. Um, so she'd have probably said no if I had done it that way. But, I think that's common though to to get the ring uh, and then have it sized later. That's what I did anyway. Look, let me. Did we? Did I miss the flower story, or did we just abandon that whole track and move on to well, this one? Well, I just I just wanted to point out that I've done it a couple of times where I think I have a good idea, and in theory, it's probably not. So you're pointing out, which is the whole purpose of the podcast, that you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. I just if people didn't know on the first episode, I wanted them to know now. Wait till they get our outtakes. Yeah. I mean, Mikey, that's what you did, but Jennifer seemed to think that that would have been a bad idea. So I'm curious um, if anybody else is out there that listens to this. Um, I just want to know what they think. Cause I Go think ahead and call uh, us right now. <laughs> yeah, call us right now. <laughs> 1-800-3-I-B. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's it. We couldn't afford the other four numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you paid by the numbers like a newspaper article. <laughs> Uh, or so, in Mikey's case, you pay by the letter. You, you never know. There we go. Flowers is the dumbest idea I've ever heard because you know the w- women usually will take a flower out of there and they'll do that press thing, right? And they'll press it into the book. Is that is that it. how you do it? Yeah. Just, well, that's just not how you do it. <laughs> again, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> so they just fold it over and they press it out, or they iron it in. I don't know how any of that works, but I won't act like I do. Um. But that's what you buy. That's just dumb. But instead of instead of doing it that way, you just buy fake flowers and it's already preserved. It was that was my thought process. I mean, well, I think I think it's fine. And if I, you <laughs> know what, now that you say that, Mike, I think you did say it was an all right idea. But Tiffany's the one. I'm almost positive that said that that was a no go. That could probably, not have been. I can believe that. that. I am romantic. Huh? Hey. I said, how could it not have been me talking you off the ledge there? Because I am romantic. I can't remember how it happened. I mean, it was over 10 years ago. But There's, I don't a, difference. There's a difference between sappy and romantic, though. That's the, and I'm both. I think you're sappy. I don't you're, think you're, you're sappy. <laughs> okay, tell me the difference. A lot of, lot of sap on that tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the difference between sappy and romantic. Well, romantic is like when you do things um, in in a romantic way and it's effective. And the other sappy is when you do things in a sappy, sappy way and it's not. Sappy is when you when you think you're doing something romantic, but sappy. it just comes off as kind of pathetic and dorky. Sappy is what Mikey <laughs> thinks the Notebook is. <laughs> right on. Notebook is top ten movie. You're a bird. I'm a bird. <laughs> Of all the movies that he likes, this is the one where he draws the line right there. That one quote ruined the whole movie. I was going to say that one quote. Like, he yeah. can't say anything else wrong with the movie. It's just the bird. No, you know? actually, I like the actors in it. it and, uh, you know, the first time I watched it, it was all right, but it is very sappy. It's romantic. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. We got all kinds of poll questions. Is it sappy or romantic? <laughs> and then. Is there a difference? Uh, and then getting back to your chin-ups, I want to know, do you have to uh, fix your teeth again, like after Dad hit you with the, the board? Yeah. Or are you good there? Yeah, I, th- I kind of thought maybe I should uh, clarify that. I didn't know if uh, uh, listeners, if anyone is listening, uh, uh, maybe thought that Dad just took a board and uppercut it. <laughs> you know, just you because I was walking by. <laughs> What's that? You did smoke his last cigarette, though. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> would have been Chuck, had I had his last beer. That would have been worse. <laughs> Chuck also did say he threw a saw at him, so I think you both have some explaining to do. That's true. No, well, that's that's say, mine. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, no, I would say mine was, uh, you know, I don't know how old I was, maybe nine? I don't know. Does that sound I right? You, I can tell you that Kevin Colborn was staying all night with us. Okay. And we went over to little Donnie's pizza right beside us. And when we came back, dad was holding you in his arms and you have bloods pouring out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, so porn might be an understanding. That's sappy. You had some blood. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Let's be realistic I'll about it. Emphasize it, not sapify it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, it, what happened, what had happened was, um, so dad was having a big fire as he did often and still does often. And, um, he was also roasting hot dogs or I was roasting a hot dog and I had just finished, put it on a hot dog bun, set it on the picnic table and our picnic table, the bench, the one side, the bench had the bolts out of the, the one end of it. So it was kind of like a lever at that point. So if you sat on the one end, the other end would pop up in the air. Well, instead of fixing it, we just, you know, adapted and we wouldn't sit on the one end. Um, we would just sit on the other end unless somebody came and, you know, evened it out. So anyway, that being said, uh, so dad is trying to bust some wood for the, for the fire. And he puts the board, he leans it up against the, the seat of the picnic table on the end that's bolted down. And at that time, when he goes to stomp on the board to break it in half, I leaned over to take a bite of my hot dog over the picnic table. He crushes the board. It flies up and hits me underneath the chin. Uh, and, yeah, instantly blood coming out. Um, hurt very much bad. And uh, <laughs> he, he, felt, he felt awful. It was, it's funny now. Um, but we when think I... that's what caused my snaggle tooth. So. It caused a lot of issues, I think, for you. So uh, <laughs> I think, though, we can sue uh, Shawn Michaels and the heart, you know, the Heartbreak Kid because he always claimed his finishing move was sweet chin music. And I feel like Dad started that with you. I agree. Yeah, that was hardcore. Like the, you know, the hardcore yeah. matches. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a hardcore chin music. Yeah, so, I like yeah. it. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, and dad's not a weak person. So when he was stomping on that board, he was stomping on that board. Even to this day, he's one of the strongest people I know. Yeah, he. so it, it was singing when it hit me. It, it felt pretty good. Um, well, and I feel like we're, we're, well, let me ask you this. Are you done with your stories now? Uh, I believe so. Uh, your mini series of stories or whatever you called it? Yeah, I feel like I had some making up to do since I wasn't in the last. The mini uh, stories of Mikey. <laughs> That's going to be a thing now. Every time the first the first five minutes are going to be my mini my mini sessions. I like it. The problem is we'll have to do a comparison of when we gained viewers in the first ten minutes that Marcus and I were on, and then how yes. many viewers we lost in the few minutes that we give you. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I think what we would be losing would be quality. I mean. I'm an idiot. Well, what I was trying to say was, you know, what we would lose 
uh, <laughs> versus what we would gain would be quality listeners from my mini sessions. Is this would, just like the last time you called everybody losers who listened? <laughs> right. No, no. I was referring specifically to the regulatory body that would be listening to our podcast to strike down fines. <laughs> I feel like when Mikey talks, the only listeners we gain are the ones trying to figure out how to sneak up on people. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm very, very sneaky. <laughs> so, so I feel like we're picking on dad a little bit. So maybe we should pick on our mom some. Oh, absolutely. Fair. Yeah. I mean, we got the king. We got to go for the queen now. That's right. That's right. Um, so who would like to go first with the story? Anyone? Uh, I have a short one. I mean, it's not, it's just, it's not really much of a story. It's just what she does when, when she's sick. Um, oh, yes. So, I mean, our mother is a very dramatic person. Uh, we all know this. Only dramatic, though, when she's sick, it seems like. Um, so the one thing our mom does that I wish I wish people could listen to is she'll be feeling better for a couple of days. She'll be talking normally, like, oh, everything's great. How How's the kids doing? Uh, and she'll go, you know, she'll just go on to go, hey, mom, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel better than I did. <laughs> and, <laughs> and anytime you talk to her. Well, about the ice chips? You left off the ice chips. Oh yeah, that's that's coming. Um, and I mean, you alluded to it just now. Uh, anytime she's sick, no matter what's happening, uh, could be an ankle sprain, anything. She needs the cold rag and the ice chips. Um, <laughs> and I mean, Dad trying to take care of her with that is funny enough. Um, I'll never forget when she needed toilet paper. And um, they're completely out. And she asked dad to pick it up. She was going to the junkyard. He comes home with no no toilet paper. And she goes, Mike, where's, I need toilet paper. Well, what do you want me to do about Carol? <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like I told you what I wanted you to do about it. <laughs> so dad's very affectionate uh, when he, when it comes to taking care of mom. So that's probably why she's a little dramatic when someone actually asks how she's doing. She's really got to play that up. Um, yeah, he is not sympathetic. Oh, no, not at all. Also, she has an autoimmune disorder, so you know, <laughs> you're making fun of her ice chips and her rag, but she does have a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> See, now Mikey got in. I'm the only good one, but let me fix that. No, so, <laughs> I, that was sincere, I think you I, could tell. I don't, I'm, yeah, well, yeah. it was a little sappy. That okay. was as sincere as dad <laughs> is sympathetic. <laughs> okay. I, there's one story that I do have to share because I forgot um, when you started talking about mom, it made me think of was um, when our one aunt went into the hospital <laughs> and anyone in, in the midst of crisis, my mom, our mom, our mother has the biggest heart of anyone you'd ever want to meet, True but she does not handle stressful situations very well no so <laughs> she gets a call yes you do mommy <laughs> <laughs> she gets a call from uh from a mat and we have a mat on each side of the family we'll just say that and she 
she gets the call. The, Matt tells her that his mom is in the hospital. She's hurt. And, you know, it's very serious. And so. Now, our mother, first day, our aunt ends up being okay. Yes. Thank goodness. Right. Yes. So our mother, without even questioning it any further, made the assumption that it was Matt on her side of the family and not my dad's side. Um, and so she immediately started to call uh, her sister and and then me to tell my cousin that uh, her mother was in the hospital, uh, basically clinging to life, according to mom. Uh, so I work with the cousin um, that's uh, it's kind of getting deep here with the cousins and all. It's probably hard to follow, but I work with the right, right. So I work with the one lady. It would be it would be her mom that's in the hospital, according to our mother. Um, so I chased her down in the building, and I told her, "What are you doing here? Your mother is in the hospital, clinging to life, basically." Just wait for you to show up. And say goodbye. <laughs> right. So she says, "What are you talking about?" And. So I go and I'm like, look, I'll walk over with you because the hospital is not far from where we work. I'm like, I'll walk with you. Uh, we'll go over and see what's going on. So in the meantime, we're walking over to the hospital. Her mother, who's supposed to be essentially in a coma, calls her on the phone and says, what did you want? <laughs> and, and so, you know, then that's when we put it together. Well, wait a second. This isn't the right person we're dealing with here. So, so then we made a few calls. We figured out the correct person, but you know, we got the whole wrong side of the family worked up. Uh, I mean, they were still concerned obviously for our other, uh, other side there, but it was still, they were completely, uh, been out of shape. People were driving straight to the hospital in the middle of driving to the hospital when they finally figured out that it wasn't who we thought it was. So I did want to kind of share that story and the moral that uh, we've already told everyone that in the event that something should happen, uh, don't contact mom first. Mm-mm. Contact uh, uh, anyone else, really. Uh, right. To let she them is the town people. crier. Yeah, yeah. So, is that what they're called, the town criers? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, if you want somebody to know, you, you just tell mom. Right. She'll get it out. Now, and I know you've mentioned... Uh, you know, kind of ice chips and water and rags and stuff before, but I think I think we should say why that is. And ever since I was little, and I'm obviously that goes for you too as well. When our mother gets sick, she doesn't need a hospital or doctors. First, she has the Jaeger Jaeger Underwood doctors clinic to take care of her and diagnose her with everything she could have. Then she will lay on the couch. By the way, I love both of those doctors at that clinic. Um, she'll lay on the couch and she'll moan, oh, I need some ice chips and a cold rag. And she'll wail for anybody that's near her. Is that you, Chucky? Could you get me a cold rag? Oh, and some ice chips. My throat is so dry. Tell me that's not what she does. She does. Yeah, that's, a, that's 100%. Every time. So no matter what the ailment is, 
we're getting ice chips and a cold rag for her. And you know it. how you know how when people are so weak that they can't even like eat or drink, and and so she'll take the ice chips and she just like like touches her lips, yeah. you know, with the ice chips, just to get some of the water, to <laughs> to get it in. She won't actually bite down on the ice or anything. It's like, no, no, she's just got to kind of touch and dab. Look, uh, my skin is so cold I can't even melt ice. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny about our parents, though, is we have two complete opposite ends of the spectrum with sickness with them. Dad, who refuses to go to the hospital whatsoever, is always fine, is always just on the back half of it, getting ready to make a full recovery. <laughs> And then you got mom who never seems to be making it past the, that point of just absolute death. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just always complete, like just complete opposite ends. Well, and and they also they also deal with us differently as well when it comes to being sick or being hurt because I can remember, you know, I'll be coming home blood all over me or you know fingers pointing the wrong direction, whatever the case may be. And, you know, mom, of course, is flipping out. Oh, my God, get to whatever. And dad would just say this. Did you learn anything? That's how he handles situations like that. Never well, once I, are you okay. What can I do for you? Did you learn anything? I just want to know where that mother was when we we're when I broke my thumb, when Mikey kicked the soccer ball at me. Because no one believed that I really hurt my thumb. Everybody, you just stubbed it. You did stub it. I think you're I still being a baby about it. I have an x-ray. I had an x-ray to prove it otherwise. The school yeah. sent me home early because my thumb looked like yours. So they anybody. It could have been Mikey's thumb for all we know. So yeah, they I, sent me home early. And no one believed. Mom didn't care. She didn't care whatsoever. Because it wasn't broken. It yeah, wasn't you broken. Learn anything? I tell you what. You should learn how to stop a soccer ball. That's all I, I'm saying. You, did, you didn't score? Oh, I yeah, like this argument. Yeah, but you were about it. This. Who won? Well, see, I'd always have after. to kind of, I'd, I'd have to let him hang around in the, in the game, or else, you know, then he wouldn't want to play. So, I would kind of yeah. have to keep the, you know, keep the score honest and like. Meanwhile, you kick him in the face with the ball. Just, oh man, you've stopped a great stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's what I do with Mikey during jujitsu. I just got to let him feel like he wins a couple rounds. Just to oh, right. feel better. <laughs> just wear you down. Hey, hey, where I quit drinking pop, my stamina's increased a lot. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> oh, you can make it from first to second now? Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> I, I made it to third, and I made it all the way, all the way home. All the way to the trash can. Then I went to the trash can. I learned something that day. Don't drink three bottles of Gatorade before you start playing softball. I learned. I learned that. Yeah, how about a, how about not sliding head first when you're playing uh, adult recreational slow pitch softball? How about that? See, you guys critique <laughs> me on that. You guys say that, but you guys wait for the call from the red. You guys are still when you guys go at a sport like when you play a sport, it's all or nothing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Board games, anything competitive, you guys do it too. It's it's go hard. And I don't do it. I'm the pitcher. What do you mean? Why are you the pitcher? Dummy, because that's the position I played. <laughs> no, why are you the pitcher? Because you can't play short anymore because you kept throwing out your arm. Every time you throw the ball, you just fall to your knees and you act like mom. 
Well, nobody ever got me ice chips <laughs> and I didn't learn anything. <laughs> well, you got no sympathy for me. If you wanted sympathy, you need to look it up in the dictionary between stank and syphilis. <laughs> How long are you waiting to drop that one in? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a you know, major pain reference there, but yeah. Some one, one episode we'll have to talk about fantastic movies like that. Uh, absolutely. Under the radar, unappreciated movies. Absolutely. We'll have to go see or not go see get Netflix. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I do have a, a story. I know I just said we weren't going to pick on dad anymore, but it's so easy. It's an easy argument. It's, I mean, there's just so many things. So one time, uh, my friend Scotty and I were, were helping dad paint one of the bedrooms in a house we had mom and dad had purchased. And, it was like, I don't know, one or two o'clock in the morning and we got done painting the room. And of course our dad had been drinking while we were painting and he had these red sweatpants on that kept falling down <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't keep them up. So as the night got all, got longer, he got more agitated. So finally he got a roll of duct tape and used about a roll and a half of duct tape around his waist to keep those sweatpants up. <laughs> Everything was great. <laughs> sweatpants didn't fall no problem so when we get done painting he decides we're going to go to tj's and get something to eat so me him and scotty are going to tj's and we sit down and we're eating we're having a good time and dad's telling us to you know be careful because this is where all the drunk people go when the bars close and i don't know how he knows that but he he said he heard from a friend i guess um <laughs> so we get up to go pay the bill and we get to the register and he keeps trying to, and again, he had been drinking a little bit, so he's feeling pretty good. So he keeps reaching into his back pocket, and his hand just keeps sliding down his butt. <laughs> he does it for a couple minutes, trying to reach back. And then he's like, oh, I don't understand. I can't even, I can't get my wallet. What's going on? He had duct tape over the part where his wallet goes into his back pocket, and we had to cut that duct tape off while we're standing in TJ's. Everybody lined up behind us. Trying to get that duct tape off there so he can pay our bill. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was that was a great moment. I was a, I was a proud son then. Well, I thought you were going to talk about the skunk in the garage there. That's what I thought. I thought um, I well, yeah, but see that one's not as fun because that was more Scotty than Dad because we made Scotty go get the skunk. Well, well that's true. I felt like you need to tell the uh, the modem story. For mom. Oh, right. Yeah. Back on the mom bandwagon right now. That's oh, right. Mom. I love you, mom. And I don't want to do this, but I will. It's all <laughs> for the show. We had to pull his leg, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, our mother, who cannot speak to anybody about anything, I've seen her on the phone with somebody when she'll call and they'll ask for her name and she freezes up and just hangs up the phone. <laughs> she just can't do it. It's too complicated from there. So, yet, we always make her call because it's entertaining for us. So, she calls. I won't say what company it is, but they're dealing with their their phone and computer and satellite and internet or whatever, the cable. Uh, and so, all she has to do is say, my modem isn't working. That's it. Simple enough. Get somebody on the phone. My modem isn't working. What's that? Three words? Yep. Four tops. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
So she finally gets somebody on the phone, and all I hear her say is, I've been doing everything you've said, and my emodium isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> and there's crap everywhere. That's the only thing that I could think of. So, <laughs> um, so the you know, of course, I can't imagine what they were thinking on the other line, on the other end of that phone call, but I, I have to think they wanted to go back and hear this and keep it for future reference, training purposes, I'm sure. Well, the, one of the best parts about that was we were making fun of her so much as she was on that call. That's true. Like, she couldn't even say anything. All she could tell the person was, I got idiots around me. That's all she could say because she was laughing so hard. And they were, and they were trying to continuously ask her questions as she's laughing and can't say a word. <laughs> to her credit, though, she did not hang up the phone. She stayed on that phone call. No, she got a big old hang with them there. She she did a good job. No. <laughs> I will. And while we were talking, it I it was kind of raining out a little bit, and or it was earlier, and it, so it made me think there was a time when um, my wonderful wife was we were going to take a shower, and I happened to lay down in the bed, and we had the window open, the breeze was coming in, so I kind of fell asleep. So. <laughs> She has the water running in the shower, comes out, apparently, with with water in her hand and flings it on me. So it wakes me up out of a dead sleep, right? And I jump toward the window, and I'm like, shut the windows, shut the windows, it's raining, it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) I find my wife on the floor crying. She's laughing so hard at me. (laughs) It's it's raining. It's like a tsunami or something. I don't. Shut up! <laughs> so yeah, that was that was an idiot, idiot move on my part. Well, that's a good segue into the uh, you know we're going back to a dad story here, but uh, the waking up from a dead sleep. Oh man! Um, so first, I, I kind of have two parts. First, the funny thing is this is another mini series. Well, it's going to start <laughs> off mini, then it's going to go into a, you know a longer version. Uh, so, but the first one is, uh, whenever we would come home from, you know, seeing our, uh, girlfriends or wives or whatever, um, that they would always want us to wake them up just so we know, so they know we made it home safe and everything, no matter what time it was. Is this one of those almost two idiot brothers? Uh, well, the one is, yes. The one story, that's (laughs) the second part. The first part though, is just, this would still be true today. Um, so when you come home from being out and you, uh, you would go in and you would try to just kind of gently wake dad or mom to tell them that you, you made it home. Well, mom's like dead to the world. She doesn't wake for anything. And dad surprisingly is a, a relatively light sleeper. And so when you're trying to wake mom, dad would wake up from his <laughs> snoring <laughs> and say, what's wrong? What's wrong? What happened? What's, 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 what's wrong? What's wrong? He'd always assume. But you got to have hands in the air, too, like you're praying to Jesus. Hands flying in the air. He's holding mom down, actually. He's like, what happened? What's going on? The hands of protection. It's like it's like somebody diving on a grenade, you know. It's like, I, I got it. What's going on? Uh, so so that's, that's the first part. So that kind of sets up the second part of the story, which, yes, I, I think this may have been before uh before idiot number three uh but we were in uh at least there was only two idiots and dad 
So I guess you could say three idiots in a truck and we were, um, uh, night fishing. Uh, and you know, we had the poles out the truck window and dad, uh, said that if one of the poles starts jerking to just let him know and he'll, he'll reel it in. Well, and again, this is where, you know, dad was probably feeling a little okay. He may have had a few drinks and it was a little late. So we were all in the truck together, not outside the truck. Right, exactly. So we're in the cab of the truck with the poles hanging out the window. And Dad said, I might just fall asleep, get a little sleep here. Well, of course, we're in this truck. And this truck had no lining. Like, it was all metal on the inside of this truck. So he's snoring so loud that Chuck and I could barely hear ourselves. And we just kept looking at each other because he would, he has sleep apnea and he kept doing the thing. Just ask him. Yeah, exactly. Ask him. He doesn't have it. He's recovering from it. He's on the back end of it. Right, right, right. So he's, he's sleeping and he gets to the point where he loses his breath. So it was like, (laughs) sounds like he's choking. Right. So, you know, I mean, we're relatively young. That's how it sounds. Right. You're relatively young. What? You're maybe what? 15. Maybe. Something like that, maybe. I don't uh, feel so enough to drive or else dad wouldn't have been feeling Oh, good. that's true. So you're probably 16, 17 or whatever. So I'm 10 or whatever. So uh, so we're looking at each other and we're we're thinking, is he choking on something? What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> so we just start hitting him like, dad, wake up, dad, wake up. And he just starts frantically grabbing all of the fishing poles, screaming, <laughs> which one, which one? And he was just reeling all of them. <laughs> like, no, dad, dad. You stop breathing. It freaked us out, man. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's once we stopped laughing. We were yeah, able to exactly. oh yeah. I mean, we were totally rolling at the time, but uh, oh. I mean that that whole story. Obviously, I wasn't there, but um, that whole story reminds me when we were camping. Me, you, um, me, Mikey, and Dad, um, and uh, we were going fishing, but we were we were actually in the camping spot. We were um, fishing, right? Yeah, and in all in all actuality, yes. Um, so it was like it was like I don't know one in the morning or something. Uh, and once again, dad dad was happy. He was he was feeling pretty good. Um, and and there's there's two parts of the story at the beginning that need to be shared before we get to the meat of it. So the first thing is is we went to the gas station before. Uh, we went camping, and Dad bought this greasy. I mean, you could just tell by the package, like you know, cellophane wrap, but you could just tell the greasiness on this chicken. And going along with your meatball story, Dad took one bite. Took one bite. It's like mm, this is too greasy. And if it, if Dad's saying that, then you know it was greasy. So you know it was bad. So he he throws it in the in the trash can at the campsite. Um, and and that's it for the chicken for the for this time. And then he brought this clear jug. I don't even know why we brought it, what was in it. It, it, it was something he just got at a yard sale, and we, we put something in it, and it was empty. We were going to throw it away afterwards. So it's like midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, we hear something. We turn the flashlight on, and that raccoon has the jug running towards the woods. <laughs> Dad gets up, knowing we're going to throw this jug away. Bring me back my jug and running, running, running after the woods, makes it into the woods to where you couldn't even really see him anymore. 
And then all of a sudden, he comes out with it under his arm, like all victorious. Like he has me. I'm gonna take my jug today. And me and Mike, you're cracking up like, Dad, we're gonna throw it away anyways. Why not just let him have it? This is my jug. And so, so then we had the bright idea. We had that greasy chicken. We were going to take the chicken and rub it on the outside of the jug and then put the two pieces inside of the jug. Screwed it up. And then we took a fishing pole string, fishing screwed pole. It up and or screwed it off. Screwed it off. Screwed the top one. Screwed the top one. Either way. Um, we took a fishing pole and took the string that was on the fishing pole and, and tied it around the top of it and just kind of threw it out into the middle of the campsite. Um, or where we're where our, our campsite. And um turned off the lights, we waited till we hear some rustling. We turned the light back on. And we'd wait till they got right in front of the jug, and we would just yank as hard as we could. And I want to say that we probably did that for like two or three hours. I can't remember. Um, but we were laughing so hard, and we thought we were just like no one was around us. We were secluded in this area, so we're laughing. Finally, we started getting a, a herd of raccoons coming. So like, we should probably <laughs> stop for the night. So we stopped. But then the very next morning, we wake up and we realize. Like not even not even ten yards away from us on either side were two people staying at the campsite, like on both sides of us. And we're out till three or four o'clock in the morning, just casting this line off these raccoons, just cracking up the entire time. It was, it was the most fun I think I've ever had camping. It was a blast. No raccoons. Uh, no raccoons were injured during this whole debacle, too. So yeah, I mean, well, we took the hook off, so there's, there's, they would just go flying towards us and then scamper back into the woods. It was, it was they, all right. They could stop if they wanted to. Yeah, I was, they knew what was going on. They, they had it coming. <laughs> Sometimes uh, it's worth it for them. I know they, that was one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one, but it sure seemed like it would have been a lot of fun to, to be part uh, of. I was there, and it was hilarious, and we were cackling the whole time. I don't know how they didn't call a ranger or something to come tell us to calm down because we were really, like, pretty loud. After oh, The next morning, we were thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that we did that with all these people around. And like <laughs> you said, it was still probably 3 in the morning or something like that. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun, though. <laughs> Should put an apology note inside the jug and cast it over to one of them. And then when you take it out, you reel it back in and throw it over to the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's hysterical. Anybody else want to say anything about mom? Or are you going to just keep going against dad because I love you, dad? <laughs> I mean, I got one on dad that just happened recently. Um, so no on the mom. That's what yeah, we're no, no on the mom. I will come I, back because I, I do we'll have some that. But but yeah, go ahead. Um, so we all know how mom and dad like to look at deer every night, um, especially during this whole pandemic situation. Um, so I I tried to show dad how to use his phone. So he was saying I need a camera. I'm like, well, dad, your phone is a camera. It, it's snap the picture. That's all you gotta do. So what I forgot to tell him was you have to turn the camera to either selfie or the regular camera mode. So I guess while they were going to look for deer, 
he he put the phone up to take a picture, but only saw himself. So the way mom tells it is he's just shaking the phone. <laughs> I just imagine like shaking it and asking a question to the eight ball and shaking it. So that's what he's doing, he's just shaking the phone and trying to take a picture and all he's seeing himself. By the time he finally hits all the buttons and finds the right button to hit, he's already scared and spooked the deer. Because I imagine it's just like Tommy Boy when you're in the car and the deer's in there. He's just shaking everywhere, finally hitting the button, finally gets it turned around right. By the time that happened, the deer's already run off. And it's too late. So now he's still on this, I need a camera. But I could just imagine what, what happened. I mean, it would it have been hilarious to be in that car at that point in time. Oh, well, and, and on that, we uh, we had kind of a what what my what my wife call it the quarantine fling I think she called it for like a little prom for our teenagers since they didn't really get to go to one so we had that the other day and we stopped at mom and dad's to get pictures and stuff and dad was actually just telling us that that exact story about how he's trying to learn this with the phone and so you could see him over there trying to fidget with his phone and then he. He's like making a face, like he's like his face is running away from his phone, and his arms aren't long enough because he's like, all I can see is me in here. And so, <laughs> so he finally got around somehow. I don't know how. Um, and so once he got outside, he started taking pictures. I bet he took seven million pictures because it was just rapid fire. You see, see his finger one, like Morse code on there. And so when he showed me his phone, there were just pages of pictures of the same thing. <laughs> so at least he at least he did figure out how to get it turned and, and take pictures now. Oh. Well, um, so I did want to point this out. I wanted to bring it back to mom because I did remember something that I feel like we should bring up. Um, I feel like he's not going to be number one anymore, Marcus. <laughs> That's right. Well, this, wide open now. <laughs> this is pretty hilarious, this story. But um, so... Chuck, well, first let me set it up by saying my my mom will our mom will set <laughs> set up booby traps at the front door <laughs> and the back door of the house. Uh, I mean, she'll lock them. She'll You're lock giving them. away your secret. I know she'll <laughs> lock them, but she'll also set up booby traps. So you never know what you're going to run into. It could be a broom handle. It could be a string tied to another door. You just never know. Um, so she's you know, a little on edge as it is anyway with intruders. So uh, one morning uh, before school, uh, one of uh, Chuck's buddies uh, comes over to the house to say, uh, to let Chuck know, hey, uh, I'm not going to school today. I'm actually skipping school. I don't even know why he was telling you. doesn't really matter. But he was free. Yeah, you know, he was was hilarious. Uh, so he comes and he, he comes to the door, he knocks on the door. And at this time in, in commercial point, there was at least, uh, 15 people. Yeah. And <laughs> one of which was a peeping Tom, apparently. Uh, remember they had the whole, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Rumor of a peeping Tom. <laughs> who, who knows what, whatever. Uh, so, so <laughs> fridge comes to the door, he knocks on the door and he, uh, my mom goes to the door and she says, who's there? And he says, it's me. Well, she doesn't know what he's saying. All she can hear is some man 
mumbling something. What she heard was, I'm out here and I'm going to kill you, but I'm polite enough to knock. Exactly. <laughs> and she forgot to set the booby trap. <laughs> so she asks again, who's there? And again, she must have heard that it's a murderer. Yes. Now oh. he's coming for the children. Now we never, our dad was not a hunter. He never had any guns. At one point we had uh, an air rifle, a uh, little pellet gun from, from uh, a friend that uh, we were just messing around with uh, that we had for a couple weeks. And she screams out at the top of her lungs, Mike, get the gun. Mike, get the gun. <laughs> well, there was a couple problems with that. First of all, like I said, we don't have a gun. Secondly, dad wasn't even home. Right, right. He was working third shift. Okay, so obviously she was trying to bluff the intruder. Well, what, what, what was funny in my uh, maybe eight, nine-year-old brain at the time, whatever it was, first of all, uh, I'm laying in bed hearing her shouting at the top of her lungs for someone to get a gun. And I'm thinking, do I get up and go try to find the air rifle and, and take it to the front door? Like, I didn't know what happened. Uh, and then eventually, you know, Fridge, he starts freaking out and he's, he's trying to say, Hey, no, no, it's, it's, it's rich. You know, it's me. It's fridge. Like it's, uh, so eventually we figured it out. No one was shot. Obviously, with, any gun. with the make-believe yeah, we did, gun. Yeah, we didn't even have the air rifle this time, but that's what, in my mind. I thought we did, so I was gonna go search for the air rifle. Uh, but uh, but yeah, come to find out, it was uh, it was just uh, Chuck's uh, friend wanting to tell us that he was skipping school. So well, and uh, you know, and, and also on on that note too is we had a chow, right? That was our right. animal, our dog, was our pet was a, a chow, and. They are pretty fierce and protective of family. Not friendly. Right. So the whole time that he's at the door yelling, our dog has a tail wagon waiting for him to come in because she knows who it is. Yeah, exactly. Never once did she bark and growl. And I think she just was looking at mom and like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's all you can, that's all you can say. So yeah, no, nobody was shot. Nobody was hurt. You know, but what, what, what I, what I find funny about this again is how our parents are at both ends of the spectrum on this yet again. Mom will have booby traps, but Dad will tell the news that he doesn't even lock his doors. <laughs> right. True story. That's yeah, that is a hundred percent true that he told the news that he doesn't even lock his doors at night. That a hundred percent. That hundred percent happened. Yet Mom will put a guitar in the front of the door. So it plays music as it falls, and they're being robbed. So that's you're going to get made fun of for how you said that. Guitar? Yeah, ooh, I don't think that's correct. Well, if you think that means you don't know, 100. percent I don't so. know because I say words all the time that are incorrectly pronounced, and I don't know why. How else would you say it? I don't know. Like today, I was trying to. We're off script, I'm guessing, but today I got uh, my mower needed a pulley, but you don't say pulley it's I, I don't know how it is but it's not pronounced pulley it's this is uh, like jim carrey trying to say the pen is royal blue <laughs> i was thinking more like um i would like to buy them back out from the pink pink panther you know I, <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know how to say it uh correctly uh but there's there's words like that and and Guitar is one of the. Did I say it right? I don't know. 
I said it right that time, I think. So, and How you did, did I say not. It? You didn't say you didn't say guitar. Guitars. What I say? You know. See, this is the argument that we get into because she'll tell me I'm saying something wrong. I'm like, I'm saying the exact same thing you're saying. No, you're not. Like a like a crayon is you know it's a color, and then there's the color on your shirt. It's completely different. No, it's not the same thing. Well, I know. I'm curious. How do you say crayon? Crayon. Crayon. What do you yeah. say, Mark? Crayon. Crayon. I say crayon, but what is it? <laughs> yeah, no, I say it right. And no, then, but, but, but no, crayon. Tiffany says crown. Oh, I've, I can say crown. No, no, that's completely that's completely wrong. That's not that's not how you pronounce it. Oh, it's not even close to being spelled like crown. Like the English language has all kinds of words that are not even close to spelled the way you say them. That's well, irrelevant. That's a, once again, we all know that it is crayon or crown or, or whatever, however, however you say it. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I say crayon. It's, it's crayon. I crayon. would even accept Crayola. I mean, if you want to do that, it'd be like Kleenex and tissue kind of thing. If you say Crayola, I mean, I could, I could be okay with that, but saying crayon is just a waste of syllables. No, I. I don't know. I, it's crayon. That's what it is. That's the correct way. That's if anybody's still listening and remembers our email or uh, what's the other thing called? Website. Website. Uh, let us know how you say it. Is it C-R-A-N, C-R-O-W-N, or that other dumb one that, that Mikey says? It's crayon. That's exactly That's how you point. would say yeah. it. You're exactly right. Thanks for telling us. That's cool. We're going to have a lot, of, a lot of polls, but I have one that I really wanted to ask you guys because me and Jennifer just got into the argument the other day. Um, so what's, what's your thought? Like, so after you buy something, clothes, whatever it be, do you wash it after you buy it? Nope. Why? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I need. That's all I need to know. I'm going to make sure Jennifer listens to this. Did it, well, did it come from a thrift store? Yeah. If it came from a thrift store or a yard no, sale. No, I no, 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 no. This come like Walmart, anything like that. Um, well, Walmart, I'm not sure about, but. Just kidding. Well, I, I'm just mean. Yeah, I'm just meaning, you know, any of those places. If you buy something um, new, I don't wash it or wash it. If you're for me, for me, it's it's kind of like the new car smell. Like once once you wash it, it's gone. I yeah, want those chemicals on me. I like them. Yeah. I think they're they're yeah. very sterile. I feel yeah. like probably I mean, for Corona. <laughs> well, listen, I have I have really hard water, so it's just going to turn it yellow anyway. So I want it to look good at least one time. Right. For me to wear, so I was on. I'm glad you guys agreed with me because I didn't think I thought one of you for sure would not agree with me. Yeah, on that. So I don't no, think, so. I think. I think. Well, although I think I have heard people talking, they're adamant that if it's underwear, you got to wash it. Why? I. I, I kind of straight out of the package. Why? Why would you need to wash that? Listen, I know where my butt's been. It's all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> because somebody probably posted some video on. Facebook saying that you know that came from this place or that place or some chemical on it and it's going to you know remove your junk if, if if you put it on without washing it and so they bought it and so now they think they gotta wash their underwear every time they get it but that's the best my underwear will ever be so that's there's just, no reason to wash it that's just yeah. dumb that is dumb yeah I'm I don't glad, get it I'm really glad that you guys agree with me on that because I will tell Jennifer right after this what happened okay so how often do you wash pants. Jeans, like, yeah. Well, I don't wear jeans, so I couldn't tell you. Why would you ask? What What do you wear? Because, just sweats. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, 
you're not exactly the fashionista. Uh, I don't know if that's a word. I don't know. I think I used that right. <laughs> fashionista, barista. Something, something like that. I didn't order uh, Lappe or whatever they're called. Okay, well, I pretty much. <laughs> so stupid. Is that not it? You're, you're an idiot. Lappe. Lappe. Actually, I do have a pair of pants, and I I wear them uh, whenever I know that we're going someplace that I can't wear my other stuff, and I don't think I've ever washed them. Like okay, that's funeral pants. Yes. So Which, I figure, I mean, well, I wear, funeral slash wedding slash graduation slash right. whatever else. Right. Anything that requires that. Um, if it's jeans, I'll wear them a couple of times. Um, but like my work, my work pants I'm wearing right now, uh, I'll wash those every day. Just yeah. the, the way you sweat, you should wash clothes every half hour, no matter yeah, what. No, Mikey sweats worse than me on that. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know, know about that. that. Really? Yeah. Probably stretching a little bit. I don't think that's pretty sweaty, but I don't know. (laughs) But I okay, so I yeah, it'll go a few a few times. I wear it a few times unless unless they smell like, um, you know, if you did if you're by campfire or something like that, you know, then you got that doesn't bother me so much. But if I've been sweating in them or doing something, then then yeah, I'll probably give them a a wash. But I try not to. Okay. It's at least two wearings, at least. I got you. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm the same on that. Two wearings. Yeah, I I would say for sure. Uh, well, and I would I would say it, it also depends on how long I wore it too. Um, if I wore it all day, then I'd probably go ahead and wash it. Yeah, not me. I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let that bother me. And it also depends on where I'm going next. I might put on a different pair of pants and save those other ones. Still not wash them, but I'll be like, all right, I know I probably shouldn't wear those here. So I got I'll put on. So now I got two pairs of pants that I'm not washing. I got you. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, there's it just it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Well, I do want to get back to a home security story. We don't ever. None of us have any. Well, you know how we had an intruder that mom scared <laughs> away. Thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Dad also um, looks after the house, and uh, one evening I <laughs> I oh, got yeah. up, yeah, I got up to go down into the basement because I thought that I left the TV on down there. Um, so I slipped out of my covers, and it was probably it was probably after midnight or something. I don't know. I slipped out of my c- covers and ran downstairs. I, I mean, I was. I don't know, 15, something like that. So I run downstairs. I come back up. I turn the corner, and there's Dad in his underwear <laughs> with his fists drawn back. His MMA shorts. That's <laughs> right. His fists drawn back. And he says, dang, son, you almost got decked. <laughs> I was like, what happened? I just went to go check the TV. And he said, well, I heard someone. And he said, I went and checked in your room, and I thought you were in there. So then I went to go see who the person was. And he's like, I knew it had to be somebody just in the house. I wasn't supposed to be. So, uh, yeah, he was going to apparently naked wrestle me. 
to the ground. <laughs> so let's get this straight. He first he clobbers you with a two by eight. And now he's trying to make it seem like you're an intruder so he can deck you. I think dad's got it out for you. Apparently, I just have one of those faces. <laughs> smushed. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is also the same guy that fought a ghost in his own bed. <laughs> I don't know this. You haven't heard that one? I think oh, so. I should say this for a story that you didn't know. But I'll tell it anyways because it's hilarious. So <laughs> dad's laying in bed. Uh I think the TV and everything was off. The lights were off. Um, so he's he's laying in bed, and he swears that he felt someone sit on the bed right by his feet. So, <laughs> so he looks over, and he says he sees a man sitting there by his feet looking at him. He says he just starts kicking, <laughs> kicking and going at him. like trying, So Dad's just laying in bed, flopping around like a fish, trying to kick this ghost out of the bed, calling for Mom, screaming. So finally, mom comes in and um, turns on the light, and there's there's no one there. Yeah, so no no one's there at that point in time. And to this day, I call him Ghostbuster because he he swears he fought off the ghost. That was that was his whole his whole story. So another time that he successfully defended the house. Yeah, good good job, Dad. Way to protect us from the ghost. <laughs> And he's the, yeah, he's, you're right. He's the Ghostbuster. And I don't know what mom that makes mom. We already said she's the one that cries wolf. That is true. That's true. She's a wolf cryer. (laughs) But no, I didn't, I don't think I knew that about dad fighting the ghost. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a hilarious day uh, when he, when he fought that ghost. He swears up and down. Swears up and down. Uh, I just see him thrashing with blankets because it's not. He said he had the blankets on his feet, right? And he's just like thrashing <laughs> at the ghost. Oh, with his, yeah. uh, with his feet. Covered. feet. <laughs> well, and you, you know, you you talk about and and Dad is a light sleeper, and he used to be a light sleeper, but it was probably it was probably last year, and when we had that tornado watch warning, whatever it is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And Marcus, I think you guys ended up coming over here. Yeah. Yep. And and Karen, my wife, was coming home from work, I think. And so she was like, well, where's mom and dad? Well, mom, I think, ended up going to – was she here? Mom no. came here, I think. But oh, yeah, nobody can get, get a hold of dad. So Karen was on her way home, like, stop and, stop and get dad and, and, you know, get him up and get him safe and because it was a bad one coming. And so she goes in there, and, and it's not like they have a mansion. Right. I mean, it's it's one level ranch style, no basement. And and the his bedroom is close to the front door. And so she goes barreling in there yelling for, you know, dad, dad, where are you? Get up. I think she even went to his bedroom. No, or to the door. Maybe I don't remember. Um, but she was yelling and screaming. Nothing. He never woke up the entire time. She was screaming at the top of her lungs in that house. And then I think at some point he ended up at the uh, our aunt and uncle who live right next door. He ended up at their house, but he never once heard her. And she, I'm like, you're the lightest sleeper there is. How do you not hear that in the middle of a tornado warning with the sirens going off? <laughs> Nothing. He knew there was no imminent danger, so he. Yeah. You know. He's like, I fought a ghost. A tornado doesn't stand a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Dad, that's one of the guys that I'm gonna go down with the ship. I don't yeah. care what's going on. <laughs> he's, 
He's like, look, I'm in my fighting underwear. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I'm still not sure, looking back, how how mom ended up not with dad. In safety anyway. I don't. Bingo, probably. I don't know what happened. Apparently, she doesn't love him as much as he loves her. That's all I'm saying. She might have been on her way from Mikey's or something. I don't. I don't remember. She might know. I don't. Um, yeah, I remember that they weren't together though. At that point, I don't remember why. Not like divorced. No, not he divorced. You made it sound like oh yeah, at that point they had been divorced for years. No, no, no. They're, they did, they're still yeah. together. <laughs> Against both of their wishes, I think. <laughs> yeah, neither, they're both too stubborn to call it quits. So they're like, hey, right. we're gonna see this through. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Does this wrap well, up the second show here? I think I so. Think so. Um, do we have uh, some kind of send off or? For me, it's just stay calm and stay kind and and think about other people and what they're going through instead of yourself and just be nice. Uh, and I just want to say that. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to try maybe being savvy here, but I just wanted to say that uh, hopefully that uh, through this, uh, first of all, I'm enjoying it, just spending time with you guys, sharing these stories. But I'm hoping that other people will kind of see, whoever listens to it, that uh, we do really care for each other. We grew up in, in a home that was full of love and, um, you know, we had a lot of maybe interesting times, but uh, but we always had a plenty of love going around and, um, it's, I hope that comes out through all this and the fact that, you know, we want to share some of that with some other people and just kind of spread that as much as we can, but that's not bad. That's a little sappy. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I was trying to, you know, and he also speaks for himself. I don't yeah. like yeah. one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, just just following what what Mikey said. I mean, the whole reason I wanted to do it is to spend time with you guys, especially you know during this time where we can't really get together that much. But um, you know, we all we all have busy lives and things. So to get with you guys and and talk about stories and do different things um, for me, it, it's something I look forward to every time we're we're going to get on and and talk to each other and you know hopefully whoever listens you know, gets a good laugh. Um, you know, I, I'm very fortunate to have you too. Um, cause I know people, people that are closer in age don't even get along the way that we do. Um, so anybody who doesn't know Chuck is 17 years older than I am and, and Mikey's 10 years older than I am. So, um, you know, to see us come together and have fun all the time and, and, do what we do, you know, outside of the podcast and have fun and, and try to have brothers nights. Um, you know, some of the stuff we do during brothers nights, I hope, you know, comes up during this podcast. We always seem to have a, have a good time no matter what we're doing. So that's true. Um, j- just having fun doing this with you too. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, I have a blast too. So it's, it's great. And this is, this is the older generation you know, they grew up with pictures and they always say pictures, you know, are worth a thousand words or whatever, but, but we have this now. So 
this is worth so much more. You know, our kids, our grandkids, our great grandkids, they can always listen to how dumb we were and the stories and, and kind of hear about where we came from a little bit and, and what we were about. And so hopefully this will, if nobody listens, at least maybe our family can and get some enjoyment out of this and, and make fun of our family like we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I, I know the goal at some point is that, you know, we're, we're talking about these stories with mom and dad, but, you know, to get one of them on once we can actually come together and, oh, and yeah. uh, get them on. So not only are we having the stories, but also have them, you know, people can actually hear their side and, and do different things, actually hear their voice and see what it's like. And then we'll have their voices on this and we can always come back and listen to it. Um, so I, I think I think what we're doing is really cool. And no matter if people listen or not, I, I like I said I enjoy it and I think it's a fun time and a great thing. Agreed. I agree. I wish I wish we uh, still had Granny with us because I think it would be a blast to have her on here. Oh, we'll have to dedicate an episode to Granny as well. Oh, some, absolutely. As far as uh, some of her fun times and uh, but anyway, uh, yes. yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be that that'd be a good episode. There's there's a lot of stories on Granny that I like to tell. Oh, yeah. And grandpa too. But uh, yeah. and the and the <laughs> two of them, their relationship was just fun. But yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, we will get together again and see if we can shoot off another one. Sounds good. Sounds good. All, All right, right, guys. See you. Have a good one. Bye.